Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Power broker George Norcross got ejected from the Eagles game for hanging an Israel flag. And uh, Joe Biden's numbers are absolutely atrocious. Tomorrow is Election Day. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Our fourth and final hour on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT on Twitter. At Rich Zioli. Joe Biden's got problems. A five-alarm fire. That's right. A five-alarm fire going off for Joe Joe Biden. He is losing badly, 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 badly in all of the states that matter, including our own in Pennsylvania. Badly. It's not good. And so that's why a lot of people right now, like David Axrod and others, are saying, uh, Joe, you got to get out of the race. It's bad. Come on, man. You, come, come on, man. There's no coming back from this, Joe. There's no coming back. And you know that it's over. We know it's over. It's just a matter of when. It's a matter of when. And think about it. With all the bad numbers that are out there, with all of the bad numbers that are out there, it would be very easy to just swap him out for somebody like a Gavin the Hair Newsome or a King Philip the Unaccountable with his royal rugness, his big rug on his head. But the problem is, though, you have an issue. And that issue is you have the vice president, who's even more unpopular than Joe Biden is. Kamala Harris is more underwater than Joe Biden, if you can believe that. She's less liked than he is. So the Democrat Party only cares about people's race and only cares about their skin color and their gender. And that's all they care about. So the question then becomes, all right, how do you get rid of Kamala Harris if she's so unpopular? Especially when you've got people like um, professional gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams, election denier, perpetual candidate saying that any criticism of Kamala Harris are linked to race and gender. So if the Democrat Party just shoves her aside for another white dude like Gavin Newsom, these are the people that are going to start screaming. And this is what the Democrat Party is afraid of. And so since they have a Kamala Harris problem, that's why Joe Biden is still in the race. I think if it wasn't Kamala Harris, that it, if it was another vice president right now, that person would already be the nominee. But, but she loses worse than he does. That's the problem. And it's not because she's black and it's not because she's a woman, but that's what the Democrats are going to say. And they, they'll say that about themselves if they just shove her aside. They're in a real pickle here with their Kamala Harris problem. 
Here's uh, perpetual gubernatorial candidate, election denier Stacey Abrams, cut nine. I wanted to ask you about the vice president, because she has been under a huge amount of scrutiny through her entire time in office. I think there's a lot of reasons for this. But I want to ask you, as a prominent woman of color who's run for office, do you think she would be receiving these same critiques if she was a white man? No. No, not at all. We will always question the person behind the person. But we cannot ignore that misogyny and racism remain very prevalent in our politics. And for those behaviors that don't rise to either misogyny or racism, there's also just the difference. Our expectations are set for the traditional white male vice president. She's what it's always been. It's what it's always been. We are not always great with new. Uh, But more importantly, I know if you filter through the critiques, if you think about how she is castigated, there it is inextricably linked to race and gender. I applaud the poise with which she has responded. You see that? See, this is exactly what I mean. It's it's racism and sexism. That's why they're stuck. That's why they have their, their Kamala Harris problem. The Kamala Harris problem. But then, but then the other problem for them is that if they just have an open primary, then you got to worry that this guy might get in. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Bernie Sanders. They can't control Bernie Sanders. And you, you know, you've got half the Democrats right now who are running around and trying to avoid commenting on anything that that is positive for Israel. And and they're they're so afraid to condemn Hamas and Palestine and what the Palestinian liberation groups are doing. For example, before we get to Bernie, let's do this. Here is now uh, Barbara Lee, U.S. Senate candidate, CNN, Caitlin Collins, refusing three times in a row to say if she agrees with Rashida Tlaib's pro-Hamas video that she put out, Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar having some of the biggest voices out there, pro-Hamas. Barbara Lee, three times, won't say it. Speaking of three times in a row, Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. What's his name, what's his name, what's his name? I already forgot his name. What's his name again? Dean Phillips. Dean Phillips, Dean Phillips, Dean Phillips, Dean Phillips. I'm still going to forget it. Anyway, here's Barbara Lee three times refusing to say she condemns or agrees with Rashida Tlaib's disturbing video on pro-Hamas. Cut 14. I do also want to ask you, Congresswoman, about your Democratic colleague, uh, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, who is the only Palestinian-American in Congress. Tonight, she put out a new video accusing President Biden of supporting, I'm quoting from the video now, the genocide of the Palestinian people. Do you agree with that sentiment? I have not seen the video, and I know Congresswoman uh, Tlaib, uh, her grandmother and her family, uh, they are in Ramallah. And uh, I understand the personal aspects of this and the trauma and the fear that she has. And so every member has their own points of views. Every member understands what is important and what believes will lead to a path to peace. I have stated this over and over and over again, that even though those... Uh, in Israel and in Palestine, many do not support a two-state solution. It is the policy of the Biden administration to support a two-state solution. And I think we need to look at beyond these uh, this war and these hostilities, what next? What will be uh, the United States' role in trying but to bring you, some, some permanency Biden, to peace and security? Do you think President Biden is supporting the genocide of the Palestinian people. Those are harsh words from a Democrat for a Democratic president. Do you support that? 
First, let me say, I think the president uh, needs to speak very clearly about a ceasefire. That's my position with regard to the administration, recognizing that we support Israel's security, we support their rights to defend themselves, and in fact, we know that uh, Hamas is a terrorist organization, and we know that they do, Hamas does not reflect the majority of the Palestinian people. And so the president is trying to thread that needle, but I hope that he calls for a ceasefire within the context of supporting Israel and its security. Okay, but you're not going to say whether you agree with Congresswoman Tlaib's comments that he's supporting the genocide of the Palestinian people. What I am saying is I will tell you what I say. <laughs> she, she, she can't. Three times. She can't. This is, this is the Democrats' problem, though, that they have. I mean, this is a big – got understand, this is an issue for them. They have a lot of Jew haters in the party. They hate the Jews. They hate Israel, and they don't know how to deal with it. And they're so afraid to just say no. I mean, look, here is, here is Margaret Brennan, okay, the head of the Palestinian mission to the United Kingdom, Hussam Zamlat. Hussam Zamlat, Hussam Zamlat, if I say that name three times, what happens? On Sunday, repeatedly refused the opportunity to condemn the Hamas terror attack on Israel, even though Margaret Brennan was grilling him, even though he was there, he was there and uh, he was very quick to, to decry Israel's military response. Cut 15. We just heard, you know, that you have a financial problem right now, in part because the Israeli government is uh, withholding some of the tax revenues and claiming they're doing it because Palestinian Authority hasn't condemned Hamas adequately and those October 7th attacks. So do you want to clear the air and clearly condemn the attack in Hamas today? No, I want to clear the record. First of all, the Palestinian Authority is not what represents the Palestinian people. It's the PLO. It's the Palestine Liberation Organization. I represented the PLO in Washington. Now I represent the PLO in, in, in London. The PA does not have external arms. The sole legitimate representative of the Palestinian people is the PLO. Number two, uh, let me clarify another matter. It's the state of Palestine that will take over and protect its people in the West Bank, in Jerusalem, and in Gaza once the Palestinian occupied territory is liberated see that so i mean this is this is what i mean but but let's contrast that with bernie sanders so you have all these people out there who hate israel and don't want to say anything all right these are all the people like like representative Pramila j Powell. she was also another one over the weekend on with jen saki saying that israel will only radicalize palestinians with the death of innocent civilians and if you want to understand who's really behind things, who's really calling the shots, who's really the puppet here. Remember, I had the puppet of Joe Biden at Cape May. OK, well, all right. So if you really, really want to understand who's pulling the strings on Joe Biden, then you have to realize who's saying positive things about both sides and who's really by doing so being critical of Israel. But before I get to that guy, let's hear Bernie Sanders saying that, you know what? No, no ceasefire here. We're rejecting it. This is why the Democrat Party cannot allow Bernie Sanders to get the nomination. They cannot allow it to happen. So they got to stop him, which is why they're going to have a primary process that they can control whoever Biden's replacement is going to be. Cut 12. I want to just clarify one thing, Senator, if I might. You support a humanitarian pause in Gaza. Some of your fellow progressives say that there should be a full-on ceasefire, which would require an agreement on both sides to halt the fighting. Do you support a ceasefire? And if not, why not? Well, I don't know how you can have a ceasefire, permanent ceasefire, with an organization like Hamas 
which is dedicated to turmoil and chaos and destroying the state of Israel. And I think what the Arab countries in the region understand, that Hamas has got to go. Hamas has got to go. I mean, you heard Bernie say it there. Hamas has got to go. He's not joking around. But let's contrast that, though, shall we? Because, again, I don't think Joe Biden is really the president. I mean, he's the president, but I think he's a Pino. He's the president in name only. But before I do that, here's a little bit more of Bernie. He refuses to forcefully condemn fellow Democrat Rashida Tlaib's call for genocide against Israel. And uh, this is, again, the problem. He turns around, he says Hamas got the go, but he refuses to condemn his fellow Democrat. This is the problem the Democrat Party has right now. Again, they have a lot of people in that party who hate Israel and hate the Jews and, and quite frankly, want to see, you know, Hamas win. And they don't know how to handle this. So Bernie kind of flip-flops here a little bit, cut 13. I also understand, and I know you know that words matter. And I want to ask about what she I, said. I look, look well, word, what, no, words matter. But what matters more, Dana, is you have a horrible humanitarian disaster that Dana. has to be dealt with right now. You call it whatever you want to call it. It has to be dealt with. Women and children cannot be bombed with 2,000-pound bombs. And we need the entire world. So when world she says to, from the to river to the sea, when she says from the river right. to the sea, which the ADL says is anti-Semitic, she says it's aspirational, but the ADL says it is anti-Semitic. Do you want her to stop using terms like that? Well, and others and like, others. Oh, Donna, you know, it's not what I want and anything else. This is what you got. President Obama just said the other day, I think, quite correctly, and we all got to deal with it. This is an enormously complex issue. And slogans like the river to the sea, if, if that means the destruction of Israel, that's not going to work. People who are saying Israel right or wrong, we're for you all the way, that's not going to work. This is a horrendously complex issue. You've got a right-wing government in Israel, which is racist. And the people, by the way, the good news is, last poll I saw, only 18% of the people of Israel want Netanyahu to stay in office. I hope they get rid of him. I hope they put him in a government which understands the severity of the crisis and can help us move to the two-tier state. Senator, and on the other hand, in terms of Hamas, you got a terrorist organization that cannot be trusted for a minute. This is, as President Obama said, a very complex issue. Okay, it's a very complex issue, but that's not exactly what Biden said. First of all, the Palestinians, Hamas does not want a two-state solution. That's number one. There's also some breaking news that I should let you know about. We had a number of American uh, troops who were injured in an attack uh, that just happened here, according to uh, 45 U.S. troops reported injury in Iraq and Syria drone strikes, more than twice the number disclosed by the Pentagon. So that just came out. So, all right. So now so now let's think about this for a moment. I, I told you at the start of the show today, I don't think Joe Biden's really the president. I mean, he's president, but he's not really the president. And the problem for the Democrats now is how do they deal with Joe Biden? That's why David Axelrod wants him gone. It's why James Carville wants him gone. My analysis, which is usually pretty spot on here, is that Barack Obama's pulling the strings. And again, Barack Obama does, is not out there saying Hamas needs to be eradicated. Hamas needs to be wiped off the earth. Barack Obama is not saying that. In fact, this statement that Bernie referenced and Bernie, Bernie, you know what? You're not really going far enough here because Barack Obama is blaming the victim here. He's blaming Israel for what happened. Just, just keep that in mind. OK, keep that in mind. Take a listen. If there's any chance of us being able to act constructively to do something, it will require an admission of complexity and maintaining 
what on the surface may seem contradictory ideas, that, that what Hamas did was horrific and there's no justification for it, and what is also true is that the, the occupation and See? what's happening to Palestinians is, is unbearable. And what is also true is that there is a history of the Jewish people that may be dismissed unless your grandparents or your great-grandparents or your uncle or your aunt tell you stories about the madness of anti-Semitism. And what is true is that there are people right now who are dying who have nothing to All do right, so you, you get the point. You, you, I mean, you, you understand. You get the point. It's, it's both sides and blah, 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 blah. This is... The Democrats are screwed. They, they got a real problem here. They got a, they got a major problem. And, you know, to turn around and say what Hamas did was horrific, but it's uh, they had a coming moment. That's what Obama's saying here. You know, they had it coming. What Hamas did was horrific, but Israel had it coming. So, I, you know, I mean, come on, like, please. And the, the, there's no way, there's no way that this guy, the way he's speaking right now is really retired in Martha's Vineyard with his windmills. I don't buy it for a second. I don't believe it. And I think that he's not going anywhere. And I think that the reality of the situation is that with Joe Biden being so underwater right now, with it being so bad for him, that it's just a matter of the Obama team sitting around the table and figuring out how do they move this chess piece to that chess piece to make sure that they're able to stay in power and to stop Trump. But make no mistake for a second, it is Barack Obama calling the shots. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. So George Norcross was escorted out of his suite at the link yesterday. The powerful South Jersey Democrat boss was ejected for hanging an Israel flag. Was that okay? Was that appropriate? What do you think? And would the link have done that if it was a BLM flag or a pride flag? That's the question for you. 855-839-1210. Now, listen, my buddy Tom Skopinich is going to fight for you on either side of the river. No matter which side of the river you live on, Pennsylvania or New Jersey, he's the guy. And he is a fighter. When you are injured in an accident, there's only one guy I want you to call. It's not those clowns on the billboards you see with all their little funny faces and their no ignore that you want the law offices of my buddy thomas scopinich for for over 25 years scope has been helping the people of our region maximize their recovery and get the fair value for your case and you know why he's different because before he started his own law practice he used to work for and on behalf of the insurance companies so he understands their strategies and their tactics let him put those to work for you you don't want to just handle this on your own and you don't want to just go to any lawyer and you want to avoid those big massive firms because you're just a number to them with tom skopinich you get that one-on-one approach you meet with him and that's why i need you to go to scope 
scopelawyer.com s-c-o-p-e lawyer.com go with the guy that i would use in a heartbeat if i were ever god forbid injured in an accident because you want to maximize your recovery you want to get the fair value you want to get the most you can and that's what he specializes in scopelawyer.com s-c-o-p-e lawyer.com check him out today for over 25 years he's been the fighter that we need and we deserve tom scopenich scopelawyer.com T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Zioli Show. On your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, so what else do we have here to talk about today? We got George Norcross getting ejected from the Eagles game last night. Uh, first of all, I have to say I got to give props to Henry because uh, producer Henry was right in his call that the, uh, the Eagles would beat the Cowgirls. So good job, Henry. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. It was, it was indeed a rock fight, as I said. Too. There, like there were there were a couple out. tough times there, right? Yeah, I'd say uh, it was a pretty sloppy game all around from both sides. Mm-hmm. But um, did you watch the part where the South Jersey Democrat Lord was escorted from his box, uh, removed by security from the link? That I did not see. No. Mm-hmm. Matt DeSantis, I know you saw it because even though you weren't watching the game because you're an elitist Harvard snob, <laughs> I, I did watching. send you the clip. Yes, I did see the clip and I did watch the entire game. Uh, so apparently Norcross hung a, an Israel-American flag outside the box and then they dragged, they dragged him out of there. And I guess that happened and 
Chris Christie was in the box, and apparently Chris Christie started yelling at somebody. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, you know, what I'm, I, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand here. Is this a policy that the link has where you can't hang flags? You know? Do, you, good, do we know? Yeah, that's a good question. I, you know, it's it's been so weird because I feel like signs and like flags have been less common like over the years. So I don't know if they ever put a rule in to like curb that kind of behavior. I'm not sure. Have we ever had a situation in the past where we've had somebody hang a flag that was allowed to stay during the game? See, I what, what I have trouble with here is ever. Well, I, number one, I, I don't want to necessarily. It's a problem. It could be a bad policy if you start letting flags hang. You know, you you can get a whole host of of flags that are hanging. But has this ever happened before, where somebody? was kicked out because they wouldn't remove their flag from their expensive suite that they're paying. Do we know? I, I can't think of any time someone's been thrown out for flying a flag, no. Hanging a flag. The flag's just hanging. Ha- hanging, flying it, whatever it may be, no. Now, according to the, the story, uh, apparently now the Eagles tried to mediate the situation before having... George Norcross removed, including seeking assistance from Jim Kenny, who was watching the game from another box. Now, the question is, again, you know, if Norcross, because he's not used to being told what to do, if he says, I'm not doing this, I'm the flag staying, I I refuse to take it down, should should the Eagles have just looked the other way and just been like, you know what, let's just let this go? Would Would they have insisted the flag come down if it had been a pride flag has that ever happened before? Has a pride flag ever been flown outside a booth? I, I see. This is these are the things I'm trying to understand. Matt DeSantis, in your research, what have you uncovered for us? Uh, my understanding is that there is a policy that you're not allowed to fla- uh, fly flags from those luxury boxes. You're not allowed to fly them. But I tend to believe that it was if it was a flag that the NFL was more sympathetic towards they would probably have let that one slide. Like, in other words, when if somebody had a flag that said Black Lives Matter on it, would the NFL demand that that flag become, be taken down? Yeah, I think that one stays up. You think that stays up? Yeah. And has there been an instance where a flag has been hung like that at a football stadium around the country i say these are the questions that i'd like to know because if the nfl's policy is we're not going to allow this and i assume it's the nfl's policy and not not the link right because the nfl makes every decision it's not going to be lincoln financial center it's going to be ultimately the nfl that decides right uh not necessarily no 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 it's it could be up to the stadium and what the rules are within the stadium but yeah there also might be a rule coming down from the nfl too as well because now I know it's football, one's football, one's baseball, and I know they're separate sports, but obviously the Dodgers had their Catholic hating uh, fake nuns night with the, 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 the pride night thing with the, you know, the bigoted nuns, the fake nuns. They had that on the field. I don't know, flags flying. It just seems that the Israel flag and the American flag being hung, it's really in the midst of all this. It shouldn't be that controversial if the NFL wants to remain completely neutral on these things. But there are signs everywhere. You can't not look at a sign that says something. End racism. Be the be the be the change. You know what I mean? They're they're helmets. It's on the field. It's it's everywhere. So I think they're kind of a little bit past the point now of 
of um, of trying to walk this back of saying we want to kind of remain politically neutral here. Well, the other interesting thing is that obviously it was um, an Israeli flag and an American flag kind of mashed up. Um, the NFL, I believe, just within the last couple of weeks, introduced this new policy where players and coaches are allowed to actually wear flags of other countries on their uniforms and helmets. Well, of like, your of your heritage, yeah. So, yeah. like Nick Sirianni, for example, has an Italian flag on. Uh, I think some of uh, yeah his on his visor yeah. and things like that. All right. That's why I want to get that that shirt that Sirianni has, by the way, with that Italian American flag, because Sirianni's a paisan. You know, we're very close, he and I. <laughs> You're very close. We're very similar. I mean, we're very similar, is what I'm saying. <laughs> we're both in South Jersey, and uh, you know, we're we're both Italian. Know a lot about sports. Know a ton about sports. You know what I mean? So, I just I I'm. Again, I want to just understand a little bit here because I, uh, people hated the fact that football got really political, especially after George Floyd died. It got really political, and it seemed like the NFL was kind of walking that back a little bit because I think they realized that it, it was turning people off. They just want to watch sports and not have politics. But I still see it everywhere. So I'm not, I'm not on the let's jump on and defend George Norcross train here, but at the same time, because I could, I, I could see both sides of this. I could see that if you allow that flag to hang, then you got to allow every flag to, to hang. I just have a hard time believing that the woke NFL would have been so insistent. Or if the flag had to be, let's put it this way. If a Black Lives Matter flag had been hung outside of George Norcross's box last night, which is actually Mayor Kenny's box, uh, which I've known that it was, but I didn't know if that was publicly reported, but apparently it is reported, so... Yeah, if, that's infuriating in its own right. Why is the city paying for a mayor's box? Like, Why are tax right. dollars going to make sure that Jim Kenny has a good seat at the Eagles He's game? got one at the bank, too. That's so I annoying. know that. That's a waste of money. I imagine he's probably got one at the Wells Fargo Center, too. So, And apparently what, what Kenny does is he auctions it off for charity or something, I guess. And then that's how come Norcross got it, I think, is the story. I'm not 100% sure on that. But, but anyway... If if they had taken down a Black Lives Matter flag and kicked him out for refusing to take it down, how quickly would the NFL be issuing apologies and statements today saying that what happened was a disgrace, a disgrazia? You know what I mean? Oh, That's I the question that I have. Would they? Would they? Would they? Would they? Because they, they've said, as far as I know, the NFL has made no comment on this. Yeah, I'm trying to find a comment now, but I haven't come across anything yet. Norcross is talking about suing the Eagles and suing the uh, the NFL and suing everybody. He wants to sue everybody. He's like the jerky boys. Sue everybody. Now, David Wildstein, who is a great political reporter, he is the, 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 the master of political history. What I'd like to know, and maybe he can help figure this out for us, is has this ever happened before. This is the statement from George Norcross. A silly and transparent attempt to deflect attention from their tearing down a flag supporting the United States and Israel following the October 7th attacks by Hamas. The video is clear. There was no physical abuse by me. And there were 15 people in the box who were witnesses, including several licensed members of law enforcement who can confirm there was no physical abuse by me. In fact, the only abuse at all is when the Eagles slash NFL security force assaulted me and arm locked me behind my back. 
Regarding verbal abuse, for sure I was extremely angry that the team would physically treat people this way and that the Eagles slash NFL leadership wouldn't show the same support for Israel as it has shown other civil rights issues and ethnic and world conflicts. We need people to stand up and speak clearly that Hamas's murder of civilians, women, and children is unacceptable. Because he's saying now he might sue the Eagles and the NFL after, after all of this. So that again, this is it has become a national story right now. It is a national story, and I'm, I watched the video. I, I retweeted Wildstein's video out. You can clearly see George Norcross is pointing at something, and then the guy is a big guy, is a big security guard, as most security guards are, tries to pull the flag up. Norcross tries to stop him, and then they 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 move Norcross out, and then they take the flag up. So. I see his point, which is that, listen, the NFL has been all over these civil rights issues for years, and you you could not turn on a game without watching all of this. Now, the Eagles released a statement Monday, just a short time ago, reiterating the organization's policy against displaying certain types of signs at the stadium, and they accused George Norcross of abusive behavior. But the entire... NFL, every game is a gigantic political statement, it seems. You, 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 can't, you can't get away from it. So I, I, I do. I see, I see Norcross's point on this. At the same time, I see the point of saying we can't have flags, political flags hanging outside of, of every suite at the link because that could be crazy. But at the, at the, other, at the same time, this, I mean, you, you can't turn on a football game without seeing this stuff everywhere. So... What if the NFL just comes out with a policy and says, we're going to say like not, nothing remotely political, nothing at all, anywhere, not on jerseys, not on helmets, nothing. You want to have a, a heritage flag or something like that? Like, that's fine. I don't think it's a big deal. But no statements. Because even though end racism sounds like it's a, uh, a very generic kind of a statement, it's still a political statement. I mean, stand with Israel or or end anti-Semitism. I mean, if it, it said anti end anti-Semitism, would the NFL have allowed that? It sounds very much like end racism, which I see at the. I think that's painted on the field at the end of the at the link. Am I not? Maybe I'm wrong on that. But a lot of stadiums have that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely have seen that written on some. I, I think the Eagles field does have it written somewhere. Or at least um, somebody said. Let's see. Uh, I won't I won't say the name of this, but uh, I was working at the Eagles game yesterday and I was at the ejection room when the security personnel brought George Norcross down to the election ejection room and was walking George Norcross out of the stadium. But I think it's because it's considered private property. They can pick and choose what posters or flags are shown. Okay, if that's the case, then they can pick and choose, which is which is fair. And I'm and I, I think that that's probably true. I guess it goes back to the original question I raised. If Norcross had hung a Black Lives Matter flag, would they have dared take it down? No friggin' way. No chance, right? They would have just pretended like it wasn't happening. It does seem, based off the statements and the text that you just read, that they police certain types of signs at the stadium, but they don't, I guess, specify what types of signs. It seems as though they make judgment calls in the moment. So, to your point, if the political messaging is is right um they probably let it slide and by right i mean (laughs) meshes with their preferred political ideologies 
mess meshes with their preferred political ideologies i think that's a good way to put it yeah they would just pretend like it wasn't happening they would just sort of look they would just kind of look the other yeah, way exactly but they didn't look the other way with this and norcross was 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 very angry because to his point i i wasn't in the room obviously but i would imagine he was probably turning around and saying look around you you have you have messages all over the place and racism stop the hate blah 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 all of it how is this any different so i could i could see that point maybe the answer for the nfl is just to say nothing even remotely political at all whatsoever because it's just a freaking football game and we just want to have that i guess that would be nice, except I think that there will be a bunch of people up in arms saying, why isn't the NFL speaking out against this or speaking out against that? I, I, right. I, because I, the NFL speaks out mm-hmm. on the Black Lives Matter issue all the time. Huh. And and a lot of professional sports for Pride Month, they can't help but paint rainbows on everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, the NFL is, seems to me as though they're pretty politically active. So for them to just get out of the business of politics wholesale is pretty unlikely to me. I, so I, they, I they, can they, imagine it. They, it's up to them. They have a choice to make. The choice they made was to take that flag down versus just looking the other way. And the argument that says, well, then if, if, if we do it, uh, then everybody everybody will start doing it, I think is a bunch of BS. I don't really believe that, but that's the excuse they're going to give. But I think what should happen at the next home game is somebody should try to hang a flag that the woke NFL agrees with. Hang something that the NFL would never dare take down and see if it stays up. See if it stays up. What George Norcross should do is that the next time he's at the game, which is when, when is the next Eagles home game? When is that? Uh, they're on by this week, then they're away against Kansas City. So it's at least three weeks away. All right, what he should do at the next one, next time he's at home at the suite, is he should hang a Black Lives Matter flag and see what happens. Just, just for giggles, just to see what they do. Next home game is, let's see, November 26th versus the Buffalo Bills. There you go. So you could hang, hang, I just, I did, I just, just do it. Just hang a Black Lives Matter flag and see what they do, if they do anything. And if they do do something, if they do take it down, see what the NFL does the next day. See, see if there's a reaction, see if there's an apology, see if there's a retraction, see if there's something. Because my spidey sense told me last night that that flag was taken down because of the message of the flag, not because of the fact that they were really hanging a flag. I think it's the message that was the issue. And I think George Norcross, whose son is, uh, I believe, has converted to to Judaism and is marrying a Jewish woman. I, I, I think that that was really what made him angry, is that it seems like you're kind of picking and choosing which causes you guys will publicly shove in our faces here. When we try to do it, you're very quick to take it down. And the, and the flag was not blocking anyone's view. So, I, the, I mean, the only way to do it, the only way to confirm the thesis that I have is to just test it out, is to hang a flag and see what happens, right? Hang a flag at something the NFL stands with and see what they do. It's, do you have another, I mean, is there another way to test my thesis? I don't believe so. I tend to believe, uh, yeah, your, your hypothesis would be proven correct. Look at him correcting me. It's a hypothesis, not a thesis, Henry. You see that? Look at what a, snar- a snarky, Harvard uh, elitist. While he wasn't right? correcting you, I wasn't correcting you. I, I do. I am a firm believer in the words you choose matter. So I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> so choose accordingly. 
Yeah, choose accordingly. Look, don't get it wrong around Matt DeSantis because he'll let you know. Uh, what? Fair, fair uh, enough. No, I will not. I, no, I absolutely will not. Rich is a way better orator than I am, obviously. <laughs> uh, I don't need that. I just need, I a, good, I just need a good speechwriter. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean? Again, this is this is this is what I'm saying. Oh, and and Road Warrior says I'll buy anyone who flies a Zioli Army flag at the link lunch all week. I like that. I like That's that. good. Yeah. Right. Uh, T says the NFL has an issue with an American Israeli flag, but zero issue with Saints and the biggest P ever. Drew Brees having Jacob Blake across their helmet. Blake is a violent rapist. Drew Brees supports him. The NFL so zero issue with it. Screw pro sports. Uh, Fisher Pine says, you're exactly right, Rich, and the politicization of the NFL is why I no longer watch football. It's just a bunch of overpaid thugs who do nothing to better society. Well, I wouldn't say they're all like that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think that's that's what you got to you gotta try. The Big Ragu has a Zioli Army flag that he flies on Long Beach Island. Uh, the Big Ragu is still around. He hasn't been active on Twitter, but maybe he'll offer to fly his flag. Now, I don't know if George Norcross would, would fly a Zioli Army flag. Um, I know people around him who would, but I don't know if he himself would. But I think to test my hypothesis, you got you to gotta fly a flag that the NFL would approve of the message of. And probably the Zulu flag is not that. And then see what they do. See what happens. We'll see. All right. Uh, more to come. Our fourth and final hour on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Weigh in on this on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Coming right back. Thanks for listening to the Zioli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the Odyssey app. Well, I went way over in the last segment and we have a Temple basketball game tonight. So I have to get out of here a couple minutes early. But uh, we are into basketball season. So here we go. We'll start the fun and games of me getting bumped for women's high life, basketball, jello wrestling. Actually, I think people would, would be okay with the jello wrestling part. I know I'm going to get the emails and everything. You know, why are you getting bumped? But it's okay. Uh, you can obviously listen to the great one, Mark Levin, on the Mark Levin app or on any variety of different ways if you want to but yes we'll be there's a temple basketball game tonight they're playing university of maryland eastern shore not um college park but nevertheless hopefully they'll perform better than the terps performed against penn state over the weekend that's all i can say on that because that was a disaster oh man oof I'm still dealing with that, by the way. I'm, I still have Ajit over that game. That was rough. All right. In the meantime, tomorrow's Election Day, so don't get out there. Don't forget to vote. Uh, get vote early and often, as they say. Uh, I've had a lot of the Republican candidates on. It is critical you reject the phantom Fugazi candidates in Le- Legislative District 4 and go with Chris Del Borello and Amanda Martinez and Matt Walker. Um, and you got to do that. And it's very important to do that because they have Fugazi candidates running and support Ed Durant. So support all the the Republicans who are running in Pennsylvania. Uh, Judge Carolyn Carluccio for Supreme Court. She's outstanding. Make sure you go out and vote for her as well. You heard from one of the Montgomery County commissioners that was on the show today. Make sure you vote Republican all around and um, think very carefully about your school board elections. Take some time on this one. This is a big deal. I can't stress this enough. Make sure you're voting for candidates who are going to put parents and children first and not woke curriculum. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 